Welcome to Good Hope Church with Pastor Billy Bryson. We praise God for every listener and ask that you like, follow, and rate this podcast so we can reach more people for the kingdom. I pray for open hearts, open ears, and the blood of Jesus to cover everyone that hears my voice. Now let's get into the word. Amen. But God may change that in your agenda. 
When you come to the house of God, because where the Spirit of the Lord is with you, God, God, is, God is going to do things that are please Him. See? And Jesus moves when faith is engaged. He's not going anywhere where there's no faith. Hebrews 11 says, without faith it's impossible to please Him. So when He's pleased, He shows up. He doesn't go where He's not welcome. You know, y'all heard about the story where, where the man, he, he, he didn't have all the best clothes on, and next thing you know, uh, he's sitting outside of the church, kind the story goes, and, and uh, another guy come in, and he had, didn't have on the right attire, and he, he didn't know how to conduct himself, because he really had been a traditional church, and so they kind of pushed him out the back door, too, he said, man, I, I was hoping I was hoping I could find God in there. And the man sitting outside was Jesus. He said, yeah, I was hoping I would be able to go in there too. Yeah. <laughs> they were ruling out. Say, Lord, have mercy. Say, Lord, have mercy. Okay, let's look here. It says in verse 14, it says, Then went Naaman, he went down and dipped himself. How many times did he dip in the church? Seven is the number of completion. Number of completion. So my wife rung out how if you need something from God, whatever you need, God's got it. Yes. Everybody say yes. Yes. God's got it. And if I will cooperate with God, I can obtain it. That's, that's the way it works. I, I'm looking at this thing too, Lord. You know, I, I, there's room here for me to drill. But it's in the Word of God. It's in the Word of faith, which we preach. It's all in the eternal Word of God. So dip until you get what you want. What you need from God. Keep dipping in the Word. If you come into alignment with God's Word, He'll show up and show out. God is all about manifestation. That means witness. The reason why you here are here, you have some witness of God in your life, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That, that's what moves you forward. That, 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 that helps you walk a little straighter, a little narrow, toward the things of the kingdom of God. Because of his witness that's been manifested in your life. You've got to have a witness, a continual witness in your life. Can you say that? Amen. Oh, I need a witness every day. Oh, the pressure is getting harder and harder all the time. And this journey to walk this thing out. But nevertheless, God is faithful. Say God is faithful. God is faithful. So Naaman had a mindset. Uh, what Shouldn't I go to this other? You want me to go down to Jordan. Oh, scummy Jordan River. Probably you obey God and you'll get what you need from God. So Naaman humbled himself. I must humble myself. Naaman humbled himself and he dipped till he completely got what he needed from God. It's all going to work. You might have to read and study an area where you know ain't real comfortable, but it's, it's there for you to help God get out all the stuff in your life. 
And when you do that, Colossians tells us, I believe, let's take a look here, 2 and 10. Colossians 2 and 10. If I got the address right. Yes, indeed. Colossians 2 and 10. You need your eyes on this. You need to see this because you're going to go back to this all your days. You, you need these scriptures as a foundation in your world. It says, you are complete in him. Say, I'm complete. You may not feel complete. Things may not look complete. But if you've got Jesus, you've got everything you need. And as you keep coming to Christ, He will satisfy the longing soul, as the song says. Say, I'm complete. By faith, I'm complete. Second Thessalonians 5 and 23. Let's take a look. By the way, this is not something I worked on. I put this together for the worship service. First Thessalonians, sorry. First Thessalonians 5.3. And with his stripes, ye were healed. 
You got healed when you accepted the salvation of God. Say, I accept the salvation of God. So raise your hand. I, I, I look at that one. I, I accept the salvation of God. I'm healed from head to toe. I'm left wherever I go. In Jesus' name. It's part of the blood covenant. You might not have to fight with that today, but it might be down the road. You might have to go pray for somebody and try to get them to defend their redemptive rights. For all those that are in covenant have redemptive rights. I used to see a sign, you know, uh, how we sign, you know, you got a right to do something, you know, to say it. But we have, a, we have redemptive rights. You've got redemptive rights. And if you stand on the eternal word of God, having done all today, you're supposed to stand. The writer tells us, beloved covenant people, I wish above all things, I desire above all things that you may prosper, be in hell. Even as your soul prosper. There are those three categories. Spirit, soul, and body. How can you be in hell? Agree with God by faith. Well, the doctor said, but did you go to Dr. Jesus? Thank God. The other ones are practicing medicine. We can now tell you something right there, folks. The brother said they were practicing medicine. But Jesus has already cured us. Amen. It's by a covenant. If you honor the covenant, God will honor you. Amen. Put him to the test. Malachi 3 says, try me and prove me. You've got to put footsteps to your faith. And whatsoever not of faith, the Bible tells us sin. So we want to be in faith. The just, justified, shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by our natural sight. Can you say amen? We call those things which be not as though they were. We summon those things to appear by calling them into existence. Say, I'm healed. I'm healed. Every part of my body, from head to toe, is healed by the stripes of Jesus. Amen. Now, that's for your body, for your spirit. God, I thank you that my spirit contains the eternal word of God that gives me abundant life. Your spirit determines on how well you prosper. He said, Blood, I wish for all things that you may prosper. That means have a good journey. Like one preacher said, you can be out in the middle of the desert and have a suitcase full of money, but if you ain't got gasoline in the tank, you're not going to prosper in this journey. Two hundred and fifty miles to the next gas station. 
It's a done deal. 2,000 years ago, he did this. Christ hath redeemed us, us, say us, us that call on him, us that have come to him for mercy. Now he's available to all the world, for God so loved the world. But whosoever believed in him shouldn't perish, but have everlasting life. So God categorizes things. Now, so he says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Can you say that? Amen. Praise the Lord. Romans, let's go back to Romans. Romans 10 and 6. Praise God. But the righteousness, that's who we are, but the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this life. Righteous people ought to be speaking about the things of God. Righteous people ought to be declaring the things of faith. The next level. My question, are you declaring the next level? You gotta call it before you can hold it. What's the next level? Only you can answer that. You need a house, you need a car, you need tuition for your kids to get in college or the private school. What's the next level? It says, the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Not, uh, say not in thy heart who shall ascend up, ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from the life. And we're going to read through this. Or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what saith it? Verse 8. What saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth. That's your covenant promise. God's got a promise for every need you have. Spirit, soul, and body. It's spirit, soul, and body. Any need you have, there's a covenant promise in the eternal work of God for you. So you, you're to agree with God and to declare the promise. Well, I don't know the promise. Well, if you can get a promise book, you can buy that your buck and a half a piece or whatever they are. And it will give you, we probably have some here somewhere, maybe a box up somewhere. What it does is tell you your redemptive rights, because you're in covenant. And you defend what's yours, what's rightfully yours. You stand on the promise. You'll from head to toe, you'll never leave me nor forsake me. I'm blessed going and coming, Deuteronomy 28, whatever put my hands there, I'll prosper. Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and then I get to grow in the house of the Lord forever. 
The joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm more than a comfort in every situation. Huh? Promises. Say, these are promises. No evil shall come nigh thy dwelling. Promises. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about me because I fear him, reverence him, the Almighty God. Promises. My soul doth make its boast in the Lord. Humble people will hear and be glad thereof. Promises. Thank you, Jesus. The word is nigh even thy mouth, even thine heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved, or have the salvation of God. Everything is in the word salvation. Even health, prosperity, preservation. It's all in the word salvation. We have to continually receive the salvation of God. It's not just that, well, when we die, we go home. No, he said, you have life when you receive the Son. Jesus said, I have come that ye might have life and that more abundantly. When did this occur? 2,000 years ago, and it's prevalent for us now. When did you enter into eternal life? The day you get born again. Not when you expire. Uh, not when you grow. Not when you die. You enter into eternal life the day you get born again. It was once according to man to die. When did you die? When you got born again. You gave up. You surrendered. You entered into eternal life. And when you expire, you just cross over. You have eternal life now. Today. Today is the day of the salvation of God. Can you say amen? The Lord, I thank you for the salvation of God. That's filling every void in my life. In Jesus' name. God wants to fill every void. Say he's doing it now, and I thank you for it. I thank you for it by faith. Hallelujah. You see, God is going to have a glorious church. A glorious church is a church that has the witness of Christ. In the book of Acts, he talks about when he's going to leave and he's going to send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, and you shall be witnesses. You shall be witnesses. He's talking about you're going to have more, you're going to have witnesses often of me visiting you. Showing up and manifesting myself in your life. You'll be a witness to the world. 
just because you went right you got that testimony, which is powerful. But you have testimony how he healed you, how he provided, how he spared you, how he kept you, how he moved this mountain out of your way. Amen. Praise God. Let's look here at Acts 1 and 22. I'm going to try a little quicker because I totally changed this. But we're trying to follow the meaning of the Spirit. Acts. Praise God. 1 and 20. 1 20, 20, 22. Thank you, Lord. It says, Beginning from the baptism of John, unto the same day that he was taken up from us, Jesus, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. So basically what they're saying is Judas went out and hung himself. Jesus has been resurrected and the eleven going to carry on in the mission. He says one must be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. Church, the power of Christ is revealed in you when you can declare that he is risen. See God. Multiple scriptures that we need to get before us. You see, the greatest testimony in your life is you telling somebody of what Jesus has done. You're declaring that he is alive. Mm -hmm. Well, they can't. See him? You mean he did this? Okay. So by faith they have to conceive something that they cannot see. You're declaring to be a witness of Jesus Christ in the earth. And the more you can declare the resurrection power of God, the stronger and stronger your light's going to burn. He's alive again. It's the resurrection. He is here. He's among us. Why? Because two or three are gathered together in his name. He is in the midst of us. Praise the Lord. So you declaring the resurrection gets the manifestation. That's where the goodness and the mercy follows you. You start declaring the resurrection, he's alive, it was Jesus. You put on the apparel and declaring Jesus, he rose the third day, he's not on the cross, he's, he's freed me, he's, he took the cross for me, he's here. And all of a sudden, you get God's attention. You start asking Matthew 6 33. Anybody remember that one? Matthew 6 33. It says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Kingdom means rule and reign of authority. 
God's rule and reign of authority that's you're supposed to walk in. Seek ye first the kingdom, the rule and reign of authority of Almighty God through Jesus Christ. And his righteousness, the way he wants you to walk it out. Two things. And then it says everything else shall be added unto you. Everything else. Say everything else is added. As I seek the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to establish a couple of thoughts here. We've got a few minutes. Jeremiah speaks of Jehovah Tiskanu. There are many names of God in the Word of God. The many names of God are to or to establish the personality of God. Right? Or the characteristics of God. You know, we're to seek God's face, right? Many seek His hand, but the Word of God teaches us to seek His face. If we'll seek the face of God, we'll get God's hand. Oh God, give me this. Oh God, do this for me. No. You seek his faith, understand who he is and how he operates. Multiple personalities, which are the names of God. The names of God can declare to us the personality of God. So Jehovah Tiskanu is the Lord our righteousness. You've got to be declared righteous. You can't come to God unless you're righteous. The Bible says God here is not sinner. John 9, 31. God here is not sinner. But if any man do the will of God, him God will hear. So God doesn't hear just anything. He just doesn't go out trying to help people. He wants to help those that have been washed in the blood and identify with the blood of Jesus Christ and how he died and rose the third day. Can we say amen? Psalm 66 and 18. Let's take a look. I know some of you are about to fall asleep, but I'm going to wake you up. So help me, God. Are you there? It says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. He'll not move on my behalf. I won't get a manifestation. I won't get my prayer answered. I, I won't get the blessing I, I'm looking for. If I regard iniquity. Verse 19 says, But verily God hath heard me, he hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Why? Because I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ. 
and I can come to Jehovah without sin consciousness. Praise the Lord. First John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sins, we're going to miss it. First John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us. Now he's categorizing people, people that have made a covenant with him. People that enter into covenant are not sinners. They may slip and fall. They are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. First John 1 says, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. Let's take a look. Christians are not perfect, they're just forgiven. Then all of a sudden a guy peels out to the drive to the light. You know, he's gone, but he's in a hurry. She's like, say, Christians aren't perfect. They're forgiven. You can confess that sin. Let's read here. Second Corinthians 5 21. You got your eyes on it? It says, For he has made us, made him, God has made Jesus to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. We're made the righteousness of God by the blood of Jesus. Jehovah Tishkinism. The Lord our righteousness. You find Jeremiah 23 and 6 that speak of that. Now I'm going to speak of another name, so another name of God, so we can look at another personality of God. Elohim. Elohim. It means the everlasting God. You find that in Genesis 21 and 33. He's everlasting, or God eternal. Everlasting, God eternal, Elohim. Eternal. He's the beginning, he's the Alpha and the Omega. He's endless all the way through. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We are Christ in the earth because of the blood of Jesus. We're the righteousness of God. We're God's mouth, we're God's hands, we're God's feet in the earth. We're to do God's work in the earth. And we're doing it by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the leading of the Lord. There will be a manifestation of 
of God's power in the earth. Why? Because we're a witness. He's going to have a witness in the earth. The Bible says he cannot come back until there's a strong witness in the earth. Jesus said, I'm going to go to the Father and you're going to do my work. You're going to do my works for me in the earth. That all men may know me in the earth. Praise the Lord. Today we're going to take communion. Let's take a look here at 1 Corinthians 11. Communion represents Christ body being broken. It represents his blood that was shed. shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. 
So let a man or woman examine themselves, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brother, when you come together to eat, turn one for another. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home, that he may come not together unto condemnation. And the principle I said in order when I come. Communion allows you to have a defense of the earth. Now, he, he speaks about taking it unworthily because he, he's warning hey, make sure your heart's right. Make sure you've got a repentant heart. You've confessed your sins. Make sure your focus is on the kingdom of God. And when you take it in the worldly manner, you'll have the manifestation of his resurrection power because he's alive working in your life. There'll be a witness of Christ in your life as you take this word of it. Romans 8, 31. Anybody know that one? Romans 8, 31 says, If God be for us, who can be against us? That, that, that's a no-brainer, there it is. So communion is you acknowledging Christ as your risen Savior. That he died, his body was broken, his blood was poured out, that I might obtain the mercy and the grace of God and his soon return. You acknowledge his death, now he comes. He's coming back. He's alive. He's coming back. Praise God. I believe that you take communion worthy, but there's healing attached to it. There's provision attached to this. So I want us to take a minute, I want us to examine our hearts, okay? I want you to focus on nobody with you. you. Just judge yourself. Search your heart, search your soul. Just ask God to be merciful to you. If God reveals something to you, and I just want you to repent. Just go before the Lord and say, God forgive me. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm asking for mercy. Your grace to help me in this area of my life. He loves you. He, he, he's forgiving you. You just got to come to him and confess. He already knows all about it. He'll help walk you through the journey.
communion, the more you take it, you'll get a manifestation of his resurrection power in your life. Just for example, just in case you're really going through a hard time and God, I just need help. I need your strength. Humble yourself, take communion. Do it privately. For as often as you do this, you don't have to do it in your church. You can do it in your, your own private quarters. You gain God's access to your problem. Personal relationship with the Lord needs to be cultivated. And you do that, you can do that, not just in prayer, but by taking communion. Somebody said trouble don't last always with the Lord. There's a lot in that. Communion can move trouble out of the way. Thank you, Jesus. You can plead the blood of Jesus. That'll move some trouble. Take communion. It'll move trouble out of the way. Communion can open a door for you that seemingly closed. God ain't forgotten about it. Praise God. So, Father, as we examine ourselves, God, we thank you that we come to you with clean hearts and a clean mind to do your will. Father, we pray, God, that your mercy, your grace through the blood of Jesus washes us and make us ever clean. Sanctify us in your truth, dear God. Preserve us to do your will. Give us the grace. So we'll walk it out day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute. Father, we thank you for this day. For we take holy communion, Lord. And we thank you for this great opportunity to do it as a body of believers. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shall you stand your feet? This time we're going to. We're going, to, we're going to start from the back, and we're going to do this just like we take up our offering and whatnot. We're going to have you to come up, and uh, Sister Mary, we're going to have you help you. Uh, and if, if necessary, we'll have you doing that. Come up and, and, and grab you at the communion. So, Brother, you need to come up. We're going to ask you to pray over And then we're, we're just going to have you from the back to come up from there.
again for listening and don't forget to like comment share we love you all and god bless may there be